Welcome to the Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. Please join us as we talk about the rare disease journey. We'll discuss the who, the what, and the why of rare diseases and the special needs community. We'll also reflect on the highs and lows of some of these awful conditions and how they affect us on a daily basis. We welcome you to the Rare Hour and just know you're not alone. Many of us out there are struggling just like you. So sit back and listen, cry, and laugh. Today on the Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. Today's podcast brought to you by addiction and mental health problems are on the rise. Over 22 million people suffer from some form of substance abuse, causing one in three households that are impacted by addiction. And these numbers are on the rise, making it harder to find a solution. CSG consultants can offer you a new path of solutions to help you begin your sober journey. With over 25 years of experience, we share our passion for helping others. Whether you are seeking a solution in sobriety, a referral for rehab, sober living, or sober coaching and companion, we will help you connect to the right resources now. We help by getting you the help you need now. Our service includes a comprehensive consultation to help identify where we can best serve you. CSG Consulting will connect you to treatment centers, detox, therapy, resources, doctors, and researchers. With our help, we can decrease the stress by finding the people to help you now so you can focus on yourself and your loved ones. With decades of experience and sobriety, CSG Consulting has the capacity to find you the help you need now. CSG Consultants will help you get to the solution and out of the problem. We offer sober coaching, sober companions, and counseling to help you achieve the right path for sobriety for you. If this seems like a lot to process, we get it. Maybe we start with just a conversation. After all, things do not change until we change. In-person or telehealth available. Give us a call today at 661-414-4856 or visit www.consultingwithcsg.com right now. Start making sober steps today. Up here in a second. Yes. Got it. Great. <laughs> and welcome to the show. My name is Christopher Valona. I am the host of the Rare Hour with Christopher Valona today. And uh, if you've been listening to my show for the last uh, few years, you'll notice that. Uh, We've never had on a special guest such as today. Uh, today we have on my mother and with us today, uh, all the way live from uh, Temecula, California via Zoom, uh, Michelle Valona, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're welcome. How are you today? I'm good. Yeah, well, thank you yeah. for joining us today. It's, uh, thank you for asking. Yeah, it's only taken a few years. I appreciate you finally coming on. Well, you've never asked before. Oh, I have. Uh, so basically, Mom, we were just going to get right into it. Uh, we'd love to, to basically hear your story about your rare disease experience, uh, 
So just tell the listeners a little bit about you, would you? Okay. Yeah, anytime. Go ahead. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I want you to introduce yourself to our audience, Mama. Okay, I'm Michelle Valona. I'm 81 years old. I am Chris's mother and Sebastian's grandmother. That's great. So at, uh, now that the details are over, we appreciate that. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your background, uh, what it was like growing up uh, in Los Angeles? Uh, where were you born? And uh, marriage, other children, perhaps? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Okay, so... Um... I was born in Los Angeles, California at St. Vincent's Hospital, which was on 3rd and Alvarado. <laughs> and okay. um, um, I lived in just outside of Hollywood near, near Hancock Park. And um, I lived in the same house for 17 years until I got married. And I married your father, Chuck in 1960 and um we were married 59 years mm. and he was the love of my life and he died about two and a half years ago of covid which has been a great loss yes absolutely for me and for the whole family mm. well, that's and, great um, What else would you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell how this uh, interview is going to go. We're going to have to just pull some teeth out of Michelle here. All right. So I have uh, older brothers and sisters. I have uh, Jerry, Carrie, right. and David. All have blessed you with grandchildren. Yes. And uh, all of those children, uh, would you say, are, are basically healthy and normal? Yes, except for Sebi. Right. So um, having that interaction with uh, Sebastian, is that your first and only interaction with a rare disease or special needs type of person yes. in your life? Yeah. Really? N yes. 81 years of life, never had any interaction with another special needs or a rare disease child? No. Or not even adult? No. Wow. So this is like, this was something like brand new for you. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you feel when I told you about the diagnosis, mom? Oh, it's heartbroken. Right. And, um, you know, he was a, a lively little three-year-old when you guys went to Hawaii. Well, well, he's a, he was a little bit older than that, but you're right. He was a little firecracker. <laughs> yeah, he was. And I used to babysit him Yeah. and we'd have a lot of fun. And, um, I believe he had his first seizure in hawaii yeah yes he did yeah yeah and um that was very hard on you and terry and yep. the rest of the family because we didn't know quite what was wrong with him that was very scary and you know he was kind of misdiagnosed in the beginning yeah i don't think i don't think the doctors knew what was wrong with him at that point they certainly didn't know that he had batten disease that came many years later. That's right. And so I've watched him grow up. And um, 
go through, you know, watched him go through all the heartbreaking things that this disease has caused him, uh, blindness, physically it has affected him. And, uh, but his spirit is just so great that it's catching. Yes. And is, uh... Uh, I just attended his grad high school graduation and um, he had an attendant, but he got up with the attendant to walk across the stage to get his diploma and the class gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, that was amazing. And, and he made the paper. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. It was a, it was a great day and all the family was there. Yes. And everybody cheered him on. That's right. That's right. So um, going through that entire like whole situation, you know, um, Terry and I becoming parents and then having that child around you and the regular family members and then Gage being born and mm -hmm. having these two, what would seem what uh, to anyone be healthy. Um, right. Did you, did you see any difference uh, from, uh, you know, your own children and then watching Sebastian and Gage interact? Did you, did you see anything that, that was out of normal or just seemed like, wow, this is not right. Or did they just no. appeared? Yeah. Not really. They seem to be typical brothers. And I think they've, you know, gone into spats as brothers do. <laughs> as Chris and Jerry and Chris and David used to do. And Chris, Jerry, and David and Carrie used to do. Yes. Well, but mainly you and David. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. So David. That's uh, a whole, but that's no, a... I didn't notice anything really out of the ordinary. And then, you know, you would keep us informed of what the doctors were saying and what they were doing and what uh, medications and. Yeah. You know, it's been very painful. Been painful for you to watch? Mm -hmm. Painful to participate? No, just very painful to, to have a grandchild that's going through this. So, so when you say it's it's painful to 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 watch go through this, I mean, can you can you elaborate a little bit more? I mean, did did you find that because of his diagnosis, you you felt that he was uh, you know needing something different from you? No, you know, just love him. Yeah, and we play Monopoly together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh replace the kitty cat meow oh yes uh, that elusive cat mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so so you're saying that that as 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 a grandparent having a special needs child never it never dawned on you to change the way you treated him or the way that you should interact with him i i would imagine it must have been pretty tough at certain points well yeah because he, he's very hard to understand. And so I always need you or Jess, somebody gauge nearby to tell me what he's trying to say. Oh, I see. Because of his, his uh, the speech that is, you know, 
very, very, uh, what do they call that? Uh, it's just, it's, well, it's, it's losing uh, a lot of his own um, skills. So, right. Yeah. Right. So, I, I, I need an interpreter from time to time. So hmm. <laughs> I don't feel I too imagine. bad. Yeah. I imagine. I think but, you're a wonderful father. Uh, and what you've gone through all these years is just incredible. Yeah. With how look, you've reacted. Yeah. I owe it all to the woman on this other side of the microphone who raised me. So thank you, mommy. Welcome. Yeah. Your father also was so proud of you. Chucky. Yeah. Chucky was very, very proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I wish he was here with us. I wish he was on this, uh, on this podcast with us, but I know he's here in spirit. And um, yeah, I do too. It was very difficult. We, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but, but Chuck and I, we had a lot of like really serious talks um, yeah. uh, about fear and about him not being able to, to do what I do, or to, it's very difficult to be around um, children like Sebastian. And I was hoping maybe you could elaborate on how such a strong-willed man, you know, as Chuck was, had a hard time being around somebody like Sebastian, uh, whereas you say, I just treated him the same. I mean, there was just a little bit of interpretation, but can, is there, I know we're not, you know, going to get that real answer, but I was just wondering if you could help well, me understand that as a grandparent, as a father, as a support system, are, is that normal in, in, in this relationship with you and Chuck? No, I think he treated him the same as he treated his other grandkids, um, taking into account of, you know, his disabilities, but he loved him a lot. That's true. And That's sure, true. there's fear. I have fear. You have fear. Well, I think we all have you fear know? in this space, Mom. I think this is... Of, a of what the future holds. Yeah. Yeah. No, Chuck and him used to laugh all the time together. You know, yeah. every, every time those two would talk on the phone, um, just the laughter, you know, Yeah. and, and dad would come to me and says, I, 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 I can't understand a fucking thing he said, but he's so funny. <laughs> it's hard not to laugh. Right. right. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, as the years have gone on, his speech has become, hard to understand yeah yeah but you got the opportunity to just see him a couple of weeks ago what'd you think yeah well i think he's getting a little worse you know his ability to walk and but as i say his spirit is phenomenal you know now, you, you have a little bit of background uh, in this uh, arena of the, of the healthcare field. You were uh, at one point on your way to becoming a nurse back, I think, right. when I was in high school. Uh, right. How, how many years did you study? Well, I studied for probably four years, taking all sorts of different classes. But I never made it to be a nurse. I see. Why, what happened? Uh, did you, why'd you stop that journey? Well, 
because I was drinking because I'm a recovering alcoholic. Oh, okay. So that interfered with my studies. Mm. And, yeah. and the instructors caught on, approached me one day saying, you know, this was a two-part test and you aced the first part and failed the second part. And they said, are you taking any kind of drugs? And I said, well, no, of course not. <laughs> no. But I was. And uh, so eventually I had to dro drop out of the nursing program. Mm. What year was that? Care. Oh, boy. Somewhere in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. In that in that tenure of the four years, uh, did you guys uh, ever learn about any type of uh, special or rare diseases at all in your studies? No. No. Uh -uh. Do you think that that training could have helped you prepare for someone like Sebastian in your life, if there was probably. something offering? Yeah, probably. But in the program I was in, they never covered anything like that. I see. I see. Well, I mean, even having that uh, that experience, uh, learning to be a nurse, um, and having a grandson with special needs and this rare disease, you sure do a hell of a job, Grandma. You sure do a hell of a job. Oh, thank you. Of course, of course. I love him dearly. Oh, uh, well. If he was here, he'd give you a big old meow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, uh, if your rare disease or special needs child uh, answers you in animal noises, just a, a quick tip it's okay and enjoy yeah. that process uh, i know a lot of people would say oh that's just not right but you know if it makes that child happy why not it does yes. it absolutely does he why has a, he has a lot of fun yeah he does he has a lot of fun with you guys when we visit uh, grandma michelle uh what, what are the things you like to do with sebastian well i like to play card games oh yeah he's a card player is he yeah, yeah. We play goldfish and oh. played another one last time. Yeah, can't remember what the name of it was, but it was Truth, fun. Truth or dare, I think it was. Truth or dare. That That's was right. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was the PG thirteen. Uh, it wasn't the uh, saucy one like most of you adults play, but. Mm. Uh... <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I remember him playing blackjack with uh, Chuck uh, early on in his life. That was, that oh, was fun. Okay. That was fun to watch. But um, so and I think we used to play solitaire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we played a lot of different games over the years. It was fun to play with. Yeah. Except well, he hurt my feelings when we were playing Monopoly and he wanted a new partner. <laughs> and we were just winning the pants off of all you guys. Yeah, that uh, son of mine. I'm, is, just, uh, I'm just teasing. Uh, he gets bored fast. So, you know, it happens here all the time. 
Um, he'll change no. his character. He'll change his partner. He'll change his shirt. Yeah. 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 But I, 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 I'm amazed at how he's accepted the things that have happened to him. You know, like losing his eyesight and, you know, various other things. Yeah, I, 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 I do see that. I see that uh, he basically just kind of rolls with everything. Um, yeah. He is... Um, I don't know if he's resilient as much as that he, I think he's just uh, in this acceptance and moves on to the next thing. And, uh, but he does tell us uh, those um, things that he wished he could have back. He's, he's told me, he says, I really don't care about the seizures. You know, I'm tough. Right. He says, the one yeah. thing I really miss is being able to see. Yes, and, I'm sure. And he wants his eyesight back and uh, right. Unfortunately, no matter how many things we do for this child, uh, it's just not possible. So right. I, I think uh, the other areas of his life uh, kind of uh, make up for some of that. Um, obviously not everything. I, I always tell him this. I said, I cannot really relate at all to what he is thinking or feeling uh, or able to have had that amazing opportunity to see everything in the world and then have it all taken from you. I just, I can't really relate. Me neither. And it's wonderful that he has such a wonderful brother, Gage. Oh yeah. Gage. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's a trooper. Yeah. There's a lot of great support here in this world for Sebastian. And uh, of course I wanted to check in with you. Uh, about how you felt about you know your grandson and and about how you felt about this disease. Um, well, I hate the disease, and I've hate I hate what it's done to him. You know that's just my truth. But we can't pick what's going to happen in life as a rule. That's true. That's true. Uh, we are. But I have to... Halloween pictures of stuff and, you know, all the things that we've done all the, over the years and stuff. And, you know, those memories are great. Yes, they are. Kind of Christmas you, it, tree places and Halloween places and. You know, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, a lot of fun. I'm always I, I, glad when, when I see that he's having fun. And he was so proud to graduate. And for him, that is such a big deal. Very true. And he was very happy that you were there uh, to share a nice little meal with him before yeah. the ceremony. So that was right. great that you came out. For all that you people that don't know that don't live in Los Angeles area, uh, Temecula is about uh, two hours, two uh, hours away from Los Angeles County. So it is a it is a trek. Uh, it's a going. long haul going and <laughs> coming and yeah, it's it's not fun for anybody or any age group. No, I and mean, he he 
he gets very bored yeah sitting in the car yeah as and, i mentioned uh, you you probably do too mom so let's just be no honest. i i usually have my kindle <laughs> and i read and while oh, that's right and you have a, yeah and you have a driver so there you go so i have you're... a driver so i'm lucky <laughs> in that respect yes and who's your, who's your driver these days jerry my ah, oldest son jerry right. i live with him nice and okay. um i'm very self-sufficient but he does take excellent care of me oh no one's questioning that no one's questioning that you are still mm. saucy as ever yep <laughs> so i'm grateful you know i go to a lot of aa meetings and have a lot of friends out here and Mm -hmm. you know it's a nice place to live we don't live in temecula though we live in murrieta which oh. is right next to temecula oh okay so I'm, i've got it wrong all this time i'm sorry that's okay that's all right we how started many, how many miles moved. is it like about a mile i think you're from the temecula border so right right yes it's temecula because people don't understand what wildemar is mom you know i go to most of my meetings in temecula there you go so you live in temecula yeah right yeah. So, see it makes sense i yeah. said it right, all right. Yeah. okay all right, oh, well, all right. do you yeah. do you find that your your support group michelle uh helps you with something like you know understanding uh rare disease do you do you find uh comfort going to those meetings knowing that you have a a terminally ill grandson Right. And I talk about it and, you know, share what's going on. And um, they were all so happy that he was graduating and that we were all going to the ceremony. And um, mm. that was like an all day into the night event. Yeah, it was crazy weather, if I remember. It was like really hot during the day. Oh, and, and then, then it, it got was so cold at night. There's the one time I didn't bring that puffy pink jacket. <laughs> the puffy pink jacket. That thing's been around yeah. for ages. Yes. Yes. Yes, it yes. has. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm glad that I, I'm glad that you you find that you have that support group. You know, Project Sebastian started a rare disease support group up here. Right. In the city of Santa Clarita, uh, with uh, the uh, the alliance of uh, Henry Mayo and Newhall Hospitals, which has been great right. for us up here, and we have a and lot. If, of, if I lived there, I would go to that support group. Well, we have a lot of people that are in other twelve-step uh, programs or other support groups that come and join via Zoom. Yeah. Um, if you're not able to come, Mom, then we can uh, give you the link. It's on Thursday nights at seven p.m. Pacific. Uh, we have people chiming in from the East Coast all the way to London. Yeah, so, I might uh, try that. Yeah. Um, I just have a couple of quick questions before we wrap it up. As always, I love talking to my mom. She's, she's badass. So um, <laughs> what advice can you give our listeners today, uh, Michelle, when, when you are the grandparent and you are now been stricken with this horrible diagnosis. And it doesn't have to be batten disease. It could be anything else that uh, your grandchildren grow through. What, what advice can you give for the new grandparents that are coming into a new diagnosis? Well, you know, just to love their kids and 
uh, be supportive and try to help them. Um, you know, when I'm at your house and Sebi's walking and stuff and it looks like he's gonna go down, you know, I'm going, oh, oh, come on, get over here, help him. <laughs> um, you know, learn about the disease. Um, I'm really interested in going to that support group. I think it would be really very informative. It would be. Um, yeah. And, those, those are some great takeaways, you know, learn about the disease. Right. Don't, don't treat them any different. Just understand that it's going to take a little bit more time, maybe a little bit more patience, a little bit more right. love perhaps. But um, do, do you find that it's probably easier to give somebody more or less attention or should they just get everybody gets the same amount? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm sure Sebi gets more attention, you know. I give him more attention than, say, my other grandkids. Um, really? Yeah, but that's just because of the situation, you know. Right. And, and uh, just, what, what, what advice would you give the parents, your children, uh, if you were the newly diagnosed family and the grandparent was still around? What, what advice would you give that you know, son or daughter coming into something so, you know, life-changing, what would you say to them? Well, just, you know, be helpful and be so supportive as much as you can. And um, talking about it, I think is really important, you know, for you calling and saying, well, you know, we had a really bad day or Sebi had another seizure or something. I mean, just the outlook of being able to share it with me, I think is very helpful. Yeah, I, I it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, sp I'm speaking as a rare disease dad right now and I'm responding to that. It's, it's very difficult to share um, those feelings and those, those things with our families um, it, because well, we are, uh, we are very much afraid of what you will do or say or think. Um, and um, I, I mean, we've had, not you and I, but, you know, this family, we've gone round and round. We've had some, you know, some major fights and blowouts about rare disease and about what you should do versus what you wouldn't do, should do. But, you know, as I say many times on my podcast, uh, you know, if, you, if you're not in it, you don't get it. So you're in no. it. You're in it with me, right? Yeah. And yeah, and I love David's relationship with Sebi. Oh, my brother I think David. That is, yeah, I think that is so special because he yeah. adores Sebi. And um, yeah, the two of them really bonded over the last few years. Yes, it's kind of crazy. Have. It's great. It's he always wonderful. wants to. He always wants to FaceTime Uncle Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, yep. uh, Grandma Michelle Valona. Uh, it's been a real honor finally having you on here. Well, thank uh, you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. We'd love to have you back anytime. And uh, we appreciate your candor and your honesty. Uh, this is not hard for any of us, but you certainly make it a little bit easier for me. And Sebastian right. and Gage, and we love you. Uh, and thanks for the tips and tricks. You know, uh, 
if you're listening, you're probably thinking it's just basic shit, but it's, it's really hard to do that when there is such a heightened sense of uh, just drama and sadness and fear. So uh, well, I guess you would say, keep it simple, right? Yep. Keep it simple. All right, mom. And I'm, I'm so glad that you have a support group, not only with the other parents, but also in your life in a 12 step program. Yeah. Yeah, if I make it, I'll have 26 years of sobriety uh, in September. I know. Yeah, I do good on my meetings, and uh, that's that's what inspired me to start the uh, the rare disease support group here because uh, yeah. there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of other people doing that, so I was like, why not? And, and that's uh, a good outlet for you to to share too. Oh yeah, you know. I, <laughs> careful if you creep into that room, mom. You might not like the language. <laughs> well. You know, I've heard it all before. <laughs> I was sharing in my meeting the other day, which everybody just cracked up about. I said, we were talking about the F word. And I was oh, saying when I was new in the program, anybody favorite. that said the F word, 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 I would jump. Oh, yeah? would, you know, physically, I jump. So I used to practice. I used to stand before my mirror. <laughs> and practice the f word so that i wouldn't jump what when was what year was this because oh I, my gosh it was 1973 um, because i hysterical. i all i heard in that house was fuck growing up <laughs> especially out of your mouth lady I'm just... <laughs> well that was a little later but oh, in 1973 <laughs> i wasn't saying the f word it was pretty funny Everybody thought it was hysterical when I shared that. Oh my God. But I had to practice the word. I see. Well, uh, I think uh, with all that said, I think we just need to hear it one time for our listeners. Will you just dump it right here for us? And say it? Yeah. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. That's my mom. God bless you. Good job. I say Thank fuck that disease, as you know. I have a shirt made when I go out. I and do know my thing. you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's a great word. All right, Michelle, Grandma, Mama, I love well, you. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, uh, listeners, if you're listening to this, uh, obviously you now know you're not alone. There are other grandmothers and grandfathers out there that are suffering from this horrible, uh, rare disease life. Uh, so reach out to them. And tell them, hey, I'm here for you. Hey, I get you. Hey, do you want to go to a meeting? Uh, something. Uh, but most importantly, just keep it simple and just understand that you are not alone and you are loved. So with that said, I'm going to end the show here on a great note because we love the F word here. So thank you so much, mom. And I will talk to thank you soon. You. Okay. okay. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for joining us on The Rare Hour with Christopher Valona. We appreciate your listening. If you have a story or want to talk about your journey, please reach out to us at info at projectsebastian.org and put Rare Hour in the subject line. We hope to have you on the show. You can find us at www.projectsebastian.org, on Facebook at Project Sebastian, on Instagram at Project Sebastian One, and on Twitter at Gaga V Project. Don't forget, you can find us on the Clubhouse app too. Just search Rare Disease. <laughs>